welcome friends to the Relevant Roundtable, where we meet every Thursday evening at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. At the Roundtable, we discuss real-life situations that deserve more attention. These conversations are rich in personal insight that give listeners clarity and direction to influence and impart into their daily lives. I'm your host, Tony. Thank you for joining the table. Thank you, friends, for stopping by the Relevant Roundtable. We certainly appreciate you coming by to meet with us tonight at the table. Tonight, we have a phenomenal woman here with us to tell us, you know, her journey in walking into confidence. So tonight, our title or topic that we will be uh, kind of reaching is Welcome Confidence. Welcome to confidence. There is a thing called confidence, and it's all right to be confident. So we like to welcome tonight Terry Young. Again, she is a phenomenal woman. Terry is an author of a self-care journal. She's going to talk about that a little bit with us tonight. She is a women's empowerment coach. Now, come on, y'all. We all need a coach. I say every coach even need a coach, right? Okay. (laughs) And so she is also the founder and CEO of Aubrey J Beauty and Wellness. Um, This is an entity that Terry has included her daughter on, which I think is awesome. Train a child up in the way that they should go. And I certainly, certainly appreciate her motto. So tonight, uh, friends, again, we want to welcome Terry Young to the roundtable. Terry, why don't you tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do? Thank you. Thank you so much, Tony, for that uh, warm welcome. Uh, Hey, everybody. I am Terry Young. I am the uh, mother portion of my beauty and wellness brand, Aubrey J. Um, So what we do within that is we empower women to make themselves a priority through self-reflection and igniting confidence while maintaining a beautiful glow. I do carry uh, multiple roles. Uh, Just like she said, I am a women empowerment coach a uh, published author, a keynote speaker, a internationally published makeup artist, and the owner of my own skincare brand. So we carry all of those things under our brand. I love it. Love it. Love it. So Terry, was there a particular time or situation um, in your life that kind of led you on the road, right, um, to being a better woman, the woman who you are today that has the capacity to handle all of those roles um, while pouring into other women? Absolutely. Absolutely. I remember as a young child, uh, especially uh, in the Black community, we are always raised as children that you are supposed to do what I tell you to do and you don't ask questions. So a lot of times, of course, I don't think that our parents realize, but sometimes that can stunt your voice. And so I remember feeling when that happened to me, I remember feeling very small. And then I ended up realizing when I became a mother, I ended up realizing that I struggled with confidence in those ways. And I struggled with boundaries. I struggled with people pleasing. I struggled with speaking up for myself. I struggled with just that inner confidence simply because I wasn't necessarily taught 
in that particular way, how they have the inner confidence. I was always taught to be a leader and those different types of things. But the, the aspect that was missing, though, was the self-reflection point and the how do you truly feel? And your voice really matters. That was the part that wasn't taught to me. Awesome. So when you say the self-reflection part, mm -hmm. do you feel like that is one of the most key parts in becoming the woman that you are today? Absolutely. I feel like so many people, women and men, we're so afraid to self-reflect because you're so afraid of what you're going to find. Mm -hmm. Everybody, I don't care who it is, everybody has an area of growth. Everybody does. But sometimes people are afraid to even look there and say, okay, what is my area? Because what will happen is sometimes when you look into those areas, you may realize, well, I don't really like that about myself. And we don't like to be attached to that. So with that being said, we try to protect that part and we go, well, I'm fine. This is great. And you may feel somewhere down the line, you may feel, why am I feeling unhappy? Well, why am I feeling depression? Well, why am I feeling confusion? And you go, go, you might say, oh, that's just a moment right now. Uh-uh. It's not just a moment that you're having and that you're having right now. It's coming from a place. And until you self-reflect on that, you're you're always, it's going to be like a circle. You're going to keep hitting that wall until you do the work that's needed to be done. So how deep is the work? Describe Woo! that. Self-reflection, I would say, in the end, I would say it's a beautiful thing. But I would say that when you're on the journey, I won't say it's always necessarily fun. Simply because when you self-reflect, for example, I had to say, okay, you're like a yes woman. Mm -hmm. For some reason, you struggle telling people no. You struggle with that. Why is that? And I had to say to myself, it's because you have an issue with people being mad at you. Okay. So then why do you have an issue with people being mad at you? Because the truth is, is, is either you're going to be mad or they're going to be mad. Either you're going to be mad at yourself because you know that you are committing to things that you have no capa capacity to commit to, or they're going to be upset with you because you're, they're not getting their way. So somebody's going to be upset. And so what I ended up realizing is, is that I was saying, it's okay to commit to what you want me to. And so then I'll be mad at myself. But then what I didn't realize is, is what message was I sending to myself? The message I was sending to myself is, is that you're not worth, you're not worth standing up and setting your boundaries. You're not worth it. You're not worthy of saying, you know what? You may be mad at me right now, but if you're mad, you're just upset because there was a line that I put there and I have to be okay with. You're not, you're, that's the message that I'm sending to myself. So I had to dig deep on, well, where does that even come from? That comes from because your voice wasn't heightened when you were a child. And because your voice wasn't heightened when you were a child, you become a people pleaser. And now you just, yes, yes, okay, if that's what you want me to do. So then I had to realize that people pleasing may be, a, it's, it's going to be an uncomfortable journey. But when there's something that you don't want to say yes to, be honest. No, I, I can't do that. And after a while, you're going to start to get more comfortable being honest. And so what I've learned is, is that going through that self-reflection journey, just with that, going through that self-reflection journey of realizing well, where did that come from? It wasn't easy, but it was necessary for me to go ahead and build that confidence. I can't be the woman that I am today if I don't self-reflect on what's causing me to have that blockage. When you are coaching other women, 
Mm -hmm. What is the greatest area that you find um, we as especially black and brown women are lacking in in confidence, but yet um, kind of ignoring um, the dark part in the self-reflection? Mm -hmm. I feel like the area, the greatest area that we're lacking in is, is as for black women and just women in general, we live so much in our masculinity. It's not even funny. We live so much in our masculinity. And I've, I ended up realizing that because I used to do it. I've watched my mother do it. I've watched my grandmother do it. We live so much in our masculinity, and I'll go ahead and explain that. When black women and women in general, we have we feel like we have got to have it all together. We feel like we've got to have control. We feel, and the reason why we feel that way is simply because when we're tired or when we're exhausted, we feel like we have nobody else to give it to. So if we don't take care of it, it's just going to go into shambles. So I have to take care of it. But what what's happening is, is, is you're living in your masculinity. And because you're living in your masculinity, you are not able to live in your femininity. And your femininity is simply saying, I need help. Or let me meet this person. Okay, you're married, whatever the case may be. You know what? He can help me with this. I don't have to take it all. I don't have to be hyper independent. I don't have to. But we are so... We're, we we. We are so much into the, well, if I don't do it, if I don't do it, then they're not going to do it like me. Or if I don't do it, then it's not going to be done correctly. Or if I, And what we don't realize is that creates anxiety. And also in return, you teach people how to treat you. So a lot of times we'll say, well, I have to do it because if I try to tell this person to do it, they won't do it correctly. Or, and that may be true. But you also have to realize, too, that the role that you're playing is because you keep taking in all of that weight. You keep taking that on. Eventually, a person is going to let you keep doing that. So you're playing in you, 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 you're, you're sabotaging yourself. So what I had to learn to do is, is, is I had to truly learn to live in my femininity by speaking up and using my confidence. So now if I feel like I'm taking on some weight and I feel like, OK, wait a second, my husband's sitting right here. I'll share, okay, babe, so I'm going to do this and this and this, and then you can do this and this and this. That sounds good. Even though I know I could do it all, but the real question is, but why would I? Why do I need to do it all when I have a partner sitting here that's willing to help? I don't have to do it all. I can also live in my softness and live in my peace. Because if I'm doing it all, that one tells this person that, I could just keep handling it. I could just keep handling it. And so I'm under pressure. And then I tell that eventually I'm going to be stressed. You're going to get resentment. You're going to be unhappy. You're gonna, so, But you don't realize that you're still playing a role in that. It's not all just this person. Yes, this person can help more. I'm not saying that they can't. But what I'm saying, though, too, is that are you also asking for help? Are you saying that this is what I need and this is what I, what I require? You may not be doing that. And that's because you're so used to living in your masculinity. That is deep right there. <laughs> yes. Okay. And it's so real and prevalent um, because women, we walk in 
various roles almost simultaneously sometimes. But as you were talking, something came to me. What would you say is the process in gaining confidence? Does that process, is that an internal process or is it outwardly worked? I personally would say with me working on the inner as well as the outer, I would definitely say it's more of an internal process. Simply because as an internationally published makeup artist, when I'm doing makeup on some of my clients, I can make her look pretty all day and give her that glow, but she could feel horrible inside. So what am I really doing? So I've learned that we have to work from the inner into the outer. And so what that means is, is that you have to truly dig deep and sit with yourself. And a lot of times some women will find that they don't even want to sit with themselves because you don't even like yourself. Okay. So that's a whole different problem because that's why a lot of women will realize that why well, I always feel like I got to have people around. That's an issue because why can't you sit alone sometimes? Why do you always have to have someone around you? That's coming from codependency. Why are you codependent to that next? What's going on? Something's going on. But if you don't, you set the tone for every relationship that you have. So if you don't like yourself, then what's going to happen is is you're going to vibrate at a low level. And so when you get into a relationship or when you get into a friendship, you don't have the standards to say, oh, see, now I don't play all about me. I love me. So what you're not going to do is treat me any type of way. You can't vibrate at that level because you don't even like yourself. So you're saying to them, well, I'm just happy to have you here. So it really is just, to be honest, it really starts on the inner and it really starts by pulling back the layers of figuring out who you are versus who you are told that you are supposed to be. Because who you told that you're supposed to be may be somebody completely different than who you truly are. So it's really about pulling back the layers, finding out who you truly are, and then you will start to see as you find out who you truly are and you love who you truly are, that outer has no choice but to glow because you move different. When you walk into the room, you command attention because you love yourself. It's a totally different feeling and emotion, and it's coming from a totally different place. And that's powerful because it's true. And um, literally, the respect is already on you. Like, Mm -hmm. you don't even have to do anything um, spectacular. Because the work that has been done on the inside is just magnifying itself on the outside. I love that. So tell us a little bit about your self-care journal. What are what are some of the topics um, that you've written for women, um, you know, to kind of walk themselves through? Yes. So um, my self-care journal is definitely, it's almost like a venting almost as far as like self-care therapy. So I know that some women do not even believe that they're worthy. Some women don't believe they're beautiful. Some people don't believe that they're they're intelligent. And so I literally wrote on the title, well, on the front page, it literally says, I am. And then you have some motivation there. It says, I am beautiful. I am intelligent. I am strong. I am creative. I, I am all these different things. Then it also says, I deserve. Because I want to make sure that I remind you that you deserve, even though you're strong, you still deserve to be supported. Okay. Even though you're creative, you still deserve that somebody else support themselves into you. So it's telling you that I still deserve respect. I still deserve all these things, even though I am these things to other people as well as to myself. 
When you start to dig deeper into the journal, there are some, uh, some questions that I ask you. Simply because some women have never journaled before. Some women are afraid to journal because they're afraid of what they're going to find. So I went ahead and I asked you certain questions like, who are you currently? And then who do you want to be? That's a question that's in there. Another question is, how do you enforce healthy boundaries? Another question is, in what ways do you need to be loved? Another question is, how are you showing up for yourself? Or what do you need more of? And what do you need less of? Those are different questions. And it's going to, it's, ton, it's more, but those are some of those questions. Then also too, within that, I have a spot where you can just write freely. But I haven't started off of before because I feel like as women, we're so critical of ourselves. I could be doing this better. I could be doing this better. I could be doing this better. So I had I started off with before we, we start with the criticism, I want you to write a love note to yourself. It can be I love how intelligent I am. It could be I love how I set boundaries for myself. It could be I love that no matter what I keep pushing for. It could be anything. Tell me something that you love about you and then let's start going deeper because what that's telling you to do is, is you're starting to learn how to have a healthier relationship with yourself. And so you're starting to silence some of those that those critiques that you're giving yourself and you're starting to heighten. Yeah, I want to do this better. But even despite that, I want to do this better. I still love myself throughout all of this, though. And so you'll start to realize that you're literally becoming the woman of your dreams. Do you do you think that because there's a difference between confidence and conceit, right? Do mm -hmm. you think that one who walks in conceit may be actually trying to conceal the brokenness that they are not dealing with mm -hmm. in order to walk authentically in confidence? Absolutely. I feel like conceit is more of an arrogance. It's more of a, oh, I know I got this together. I know this. I know that. I know that's conceit. Confidence is I'm standing in my power. It doesn't mean at all that I'm perfect because I'm not, I'm not perfect at all. But what I do know is that I'm powerful. I know my worth and I know what I bring to the table. And within that, I still know the areas that I need to grow in. And I don't mind saying that I'm not perfect and this is my area that I'm working on. But what you're not going to do is take away from what the work that I've already done. <laughs> that's that's confidence that's confidence because we can bring that up again but we still gonna acknowledge the work that's been placed forward okay we're gonna acknowledge that every time <laughs> i know that's right we done plowed through right okay and so we go okay we can talk about what how i used to be but make sure you also talk about the work that i done did too make sure you put some respect on my name now so how do you handle, you talk about, you know, people wanting to talk about who you used to be. How do you handle um, when people try to keep you in that place? Sometimes I tell people, oh, I don't live there no more. Mm -hmm. I, that's mm -hmm. not my, I don't live on that street. So mm -hmm. how do you admonish women to deal with people, you know, when they want to keep them at that old place? What I personally do is, is when I see, I'm a very introspective person. So when people are normally doing that, they're projecting. And I know that you have to try to, you feel kind of low about yourself. So what you're trying to do is you're trying to bring this woman to that level as well. But see, I'm going to go higher. So what I do is, is I say, you know what? 
You're right. I did use, I, I used to struggle setting boundaries and I used to struggle with people pleasing. And you know what? When I self-reflected, when I actually did some internal work, I was able to be honest with myself and I was able to say where that came from. And because I was able to be honest with myself within that, now I'm able to move forward. And see, I don't struggle with that anymore. And so then they're able to look at it like, oh, so you can't bring me down because I'm showing you that I'm higher than that. I'm not at all erasing what you're saying because what you're saying is the truth. But like you just said, Tony, but I don't live there anymore. So I'm going to make sure that I make you aware that, see, that used to be my address. But see, now we're living on this, this address. So you, you can come over here if you want to, but we're not going to keep bringing that up because I'm not there anymore. Yeah, we we moved on up to the east side, right? We like the Jeffersons. Come on now. You yes. Know, so that is phenomenal. I, I really, I really, really appreciate, you know, the work that you do. Introspection, self-reflection, it's all work, but it's such a good work. The question that I have for you, Terry, is do you feel like when a woman is broken, that that is one of the key times to journal. Absolutely. Absolutely. What I realized is I wanted to create a healthier relationship with my journal. When I was vibrating at a low vibration, I used to there, I used to say, okay, I need to journal. And then I realized that when I would go back and looking through my journal, I was like, okay, well, this is sad. Okay. This is sad. Okay. This is sad. Okay. This is sad. And I'm like, okay, so what we're going to do it's just like when you're praying. You don't just pray to God when you need something. I also, too, when sometimes I when I pray, I'll just say, God, I don't even want to ask you for nothing. I just want to say thank you. That's it. That's all I got. You want to do the same thing with your journal. You want to create a healthier relationship with your journal because you're actually creating a healthier relationship with yourself. Yes, you're going to journal when you're feeling sad or when you're feeling unhappy or whatever the case may be. But I've also learned to, you're going to journal when you're also doing some celebrations. You're going to journal when you're like, girl, I am so proud of you. Remember how you thought that you couldn't do this and this and this and this and this? And look at you, you're doing it. You're doing it. Go forward. Because sometimes you need to look back and read that and go, oh my goodness, I can do hard stuff. Or I, I am powerful. Or I, but if you're just seeing sad stuff, you're like, well, I guess this is just, you're creating that, that relationship with yourself. Don't do that. Don't do that. Journal when you're happy as well as when you're sad because you're a human being. So everything is not going to be peaches and cream all the time, but uh, it's always not going to storm either. The, the, the weather got to change at some point. At some point. Well, Terry, as we wrap up this session, I have so enjoyed you this evening at the round table. You just don't even know. But as we wrap up this session, what is one key thing that you would leave tonight um, for women to um, start that journey of um you know, maintaining or even obtaining, I should say, their confidence and then maintaining it and having those victories and those wins um, on the other side. And then after that, if you could also um, just tell our audience tonight where they could find you uh, if, in fact, they wanted to contact you. Okay. Yes. So one of the key things that I believe, if anything, I would say to you to be true to self. I think a lot of times it's so easy for us to lie to ourselves. If we're feeling angry at something, oh, I'm not angry. That's the first thing that you say. If you're feeling sad, well, it's not like I'm sad. 
I want you to be honest with yourself because when you're able to be honest with yourself, what you don't realize is that you're actually showing up for yourself. And if nobody else is going to show up for you, you have to show up for you. So I want you to be honest with yourself. That's also going to help you with that self-reflection because if you find yourself saying, well, I'm a little bit afraid to self-reflect. Well, that means that you really should be doing it. And if you say, well, I'm afraid of what I'm going to find. Don't be afraid to cry. Don't be afraid to be embarrassed. Don't be afraid to be ashamed. Be honest with self. How does that make you feel? What are you feeling? Does that make you feel ashamed? Does it make you feel embarrassed? Did it make you feel belittled? What did it make you feel? Your feelings can never be wrong. It's your feelings. If they can never be wrong. But what we can do is, is we can grow and get better. Because if you don't pay attention, is your traumas, they're constantly showing up in your life. If you're not paying attention, they're constantly showing up. And the reason why they're constantly showing up is because you're not handling it. And it's not going to go away until you address it. But the only way you're going to be able to address it is you're going to have to do that inner work. So it's going to keep showing up in your relationships and your friendships and the work It's going to keep showing up until you do what you need to do. Um, the other thing I would say is as far as finding me, you can definitely follow me on Instagram, which is at Aubrey J, A-U-B-R-I-J-A-I. And you can also find me on my website, which is www.aubreyj.co, which is C-O. Terry, again, I just say thank you. Thank you so much for your transparency. Um, thank you for the work that you do with women, all women. Certainly appreciate it. Thank you for your your honesty. Your honesty and transparency are the same, but I just appreciate it. I thank you for, you can sense, and I don't know if everybody else that's with us, with us tonight um, has the same sentiment, but you can sense the power, the authority that you hold um, in your speaking. And so I certainly appreciate that. I appreciate, um, you know, just being in your presence tonight. Thank you so much again for um, coming to be with us and accepting the invitation uh, to be at the relevant roundtable. So friends, we thank you for being with us tonight. And we ask that you would join us again on Thursday night. If in fact, you want to go back and listen to uh, prior episodes, we can be found at www.therelevantroundtable.com. Again, thank you so much for joining us. And we will chat with you soon.